Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Corridor of Uncertainty podcast. It's been a while. We've had a bit of an international break ourselves, and prior to the international break, there was half a game week at best in the Premier League. But the Premier League is back, and it's full of goals, and it's full of drama. We've got the top two, one week away from playing each other. We've both got 2-0 victories. We've got Spurs smashing their way into the top four race as Arsenal falter away at Palace and we've also got um, Brentford 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 beating Chelsea Chelsea at home and this is Brentford by the way Brentford um, and we love it Chelsea at home 4-1 in an absolute collapse unlike any other yeah although I did see something earlier um Chelsea tend to do this every season. Um, yeah, West Brom. Thanks about. Yeah, they always they always tend to lose big, and then they'll be fine from there. Yeah. So, yeah, time will tell. I did tweet actually because Chelsea were are only five points clear of Spurs and Arsenal. I thought, well, can Arsenal and Spurs both catch Chelsea and Chelsea miss out on the top four altogether? Um, I wouldn't be surprised, but I I would be at the same time. Arsenal have completely ruined my point by being absolutely hammered by Crystal Palace a couple of hours after the tweet. So that's not ideal. Um, I don't know if we'll have any Crystal Palace players in this team because the game is going on. I've got one nomination um, at centre-back, but uh, I did also say, and he will be replacing a Man City centre-back who I did want to get in for your dad's sake. So that's going to be a problem. Yeah. To those who don't listen to our Lima, my dad has come out and said, asked me privately, said, why <laughs> do we not put any um, City players in the team of the week, uh, City defenders mainly, when all they seem to do is keep a lot of clean sheets? And i not going to lie, I struggled to respond because he had a very fair point. However, at the same time, as we also discussed, um, we tend to put in a lot more Liverpool and Chelsea defenders because they tend to get shown up more with the system and then they get to show off more when they inevitably make a good challenge. Or I'd also go on a limit and say they score more goals and get assists and stuff, which is a bit more yeah. flashy. So but Right now, the Evans household is an absolute meltdown over this centre-back crisis. So I'm looking to solve yeah. this family dilemma with my centre-back selection. Um, we'll find out if I agree. Yeah, exactly. First of all, manager. I mean, I think there can only be one man. I mean, it could be. You got Conte's had a great win, but it can't be him. Um, I don't know if there's any other nominees. Not really. Um, mm. Well, Vieira after today, but it's got to be. As much as I dislike him, he's done a great job. And Thomas Frank has got to be the man. Yeah, I've gone for Thomas Frank as well. I, I think. It would be a bit of a, a bit of a joke if you didn't put him in, especially that um, we've seen Arsenal lose this season. We have big, but it's not really something we're seeing as Chelsea, and it's Brentford as well. Palace are on better form than Brentford, I'd argue. So that's why I'm going for Thomas Frank as well. Fair play to the lad. Yeah, well done, lad. And yeah, Chelsea. I mean, they changed to a four-three-three, and it completely didn't work. I think I would also love it if Chelsea dropped out of the top three. Uh, even the top four, sorry. I think that'd be hilarious if Tottenham, Arsenal, Liverpool and City got it. 
that would be so funny. That would make my season. Um, so that, we were going to win the league at some point. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, I can't see it now, especially now Arsenal have decided to um, bottle it. It seems, but that makes. Have you the... got any questions? By the way, sorry. Me? Uh, oh no, no, I haven't. Sorry, I don't know why. I I've got eight. two. So go on, fire this away. One, this one is quite big question, so this will take over. Okay. Okay. So the first question: There are five players in Premier League history to go back to back weeks scoring a hat trick. Okay. I want you to name three of them. Yeah. And I also want to know the four players, well, two of four players who we were suspended for the Champions League final when Chelsea played Bayern Munich back oh, in 2012. Okay. We blast um, the pass for you there because I know you love a bit of Chelsea. Obviously, I've uh, forgotten how these podcasts work. Usually, we come prepared with those questions, then much more prepared than my, my good self. Um, and then we answer the questions at the end, or at least attempt to. Answering them correctly is a different problem that we don't have the answers to very often. But uh, let us know if you get those right as well. Join in at home. I'd okay. see next year who who does better. Next time we next season, oh, obviously, yeah. when we start doing, I want to start getting points. Yeah. I see who's better at answering them. Good plan. Um, and talking of recording stuff, we are recording every team of the week in an Excel sheet, so we can create. Well, I'm thinking at the end of the season we do a, a team of the week, team of the season, <laughs> a yep. team of the ben season, and Luke team of the season, ben and, Luke yep. team of the season and also a under the rated, under the radar kind of team of the season that won't be in any more like season. most consistent. Yeah, but they should they should definitely have a shout, but they won't be in it because they don't play for City or Chelsea or etc. All yeah, I get that. So um, what, like maybe a top six excluded or yeah, maybe or, or yeah, or but there could be like top six players in there that you just don't think get the plaudits. So players who don't get yeah, sounds yeah. good to me. Um, so we'll we'll do a triple header of team of the seasons as well as like we had last year our award ceremony for the season. Um, plenty to look forward to. We get some good ones in there. Yeah, we did get some good ones. Declan Rice will be retained his haircut of the year transformation award, um, but I don't think he can because it, I think it was most improved actually that he got. So he can't. Uh, and it's it's also gone the wrong way now. It's not very good anymore. Don't you like it? I can't it's a bit like. too long. Bit too long. Fair enough. Declan, give it a trim, mate. Um, let's get into our goalkeeper then. Who have you gone yeah. for in between this? Um, I'd like to keep the Brentford theme going a bit longer. Really? You're, I think you've nominated this man potentially more than anybody else on the planet. I love a bit of David Ryer. I think he's very good. I think, honestly, actually, I can't even say that. I was going to say, I think he's probably one of the better keepers. But as I've always said, all Premier League teams have a decent keeper, with probably with the exception of Norwich at the moment, in my eyes. And maybe Watford as well. So Ben Foster doesn't get in. He knows he's, not, he's a nice guy. Yeah. But um, I think David Ryder deserves a shout. I mean, he did have an absolute shocker. Personally, I want to talk about the Rudiger goal because I'm not putting him in the team of the week. What do you make of the Rudiger goal? Because I was having a debate about this and I've got a bit of a controversial opinion of it. Um, um, I don't really think it's... Like, it's a good goal, but it's not the flukiest goal ever. Like, it's hit awfully in my eyes. And at the same time, I feel like he probably could have done better to save it. 
Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I generally think belters like that are like they just hit them. Like it's just I don't I often mm, get angry at hope. But it's hit and hope, isn't it? Like when you like curl one in, you've got you really yeah. like it's, it's a bit more finesse about it. Um, well, especially when you curl it in the far corner where Rudy gets him to curl it in the the near corner, which yeah. is a bit like oh, how have you managed that? But, yeah, I, I don't know what he was trying, but it was it worked. But yeah, I, I, it was it won't be a nomination for goal of the season for me. Not for me anyway. No, I agree. Um, I, I did actually have a Norwich goalkeeper, the Norwich goalkeeper, Tim Krull. Um, oh. I think he, he made a couple of good saves. And I just think he's just very good at getting someone's head for a penalty, um, which he did for Neil. Hey. He didn't save it, but I feel like he did save it in his mind, I think. He made him miss, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm happy. I've got Raya as an option, so I'm happy to put him in. And I think, realistically, this is Brentford's probably best moment in the history of the club. So... It's fair that they have a quite a few men in this team of the week. Yep, fair enough. I also wanted to mention Allison's a very good keeper, but yeah, I didn't want to come across as biased. So, right. um, also maybe Jose Sarr. Yeah, yeah, I had him as well. Do you know Jose Sarr's got the best save percentage in the league? That's a pretty good effort. He's surprising me. I, I wonder if he's a one-season wonder. I did say at the start of the season. I thought, who the flipping heck is this? And yeah, me too. Got egg on my face, haven't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Right back. It's tough. Uh, I don't know whether to go for Joe or Johnny. Johnny Otto. Yeah. Or Joe Gomez. Uh, also, I've got Emerson as well, maybe. Yeah. So between those three. Mm. But I would say Johnny or Joe primarily because they kept a clean sheet. Good point. So... Um, Joe Gomez. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I, I think it's a big point with Joe Gomez, primarily because he doesn't really have a sniffing in the team anymore. He's no longer even. He's not even the backup centre back anymore. Yeah. You know, we've seen um, Kanate get in if Matip and Van Dyke don't. <laughs> so it's nice to see Gomez like filling in for Trent at right back and doing well. Doing all right, yeah. As opposed to Klopp going with like a Milner or something like that. Yeah, I think so, it was, it's nice to see that. Although Johnny is also recently back from injury, so yeah, it's nice to see that as well. As well, because I quite like Johnny. I thought he played on the left personally, but uh, I can't. I think I, no, because I wrote him on, I wrote him on the left and I crossed him out and put him on the right. So I also thought he put left. Have a look anyway, but I'm sure that's what I did. Have a look. Palace uh, have just won three now. Wow, that is craziness. Uh, up to ninth, which for anyone who didn't know, he did well, play the right wing back. Family predictions. I did actually predict the Palace to finish ninth, um, which is where they are. Um, so, what do you want? You can choose Johnny or Joe. I'm obviously going to pick Joe. <laughs> Joe goes then. Joe goes Mez in the team. Joe go in the team. Don't know what. Go Mez in the team, mate. Um, left back. It's got to be Matt. The the Matt's back. Matt back Doherty. Don't know what Matt E D. I've also gone for Matt E D. I mean it's, it's probably the easiest pick of the team, and that's saying something. This matador. This man is on fire. If I'm I'm saying like a prime Roberto Carlos and I'm not even pushing it there. 
Um, I'm going to say he either has a, a pretty decent game or it's horrendous. So I'm not saying he's back because he's been horrendous for longer than he's been back. So that's my thought. But well, So Matt, if you have a bad patch of form, the, the form art to be back in form, you've got to have a longer good piece of form afterwards than the bad no, piece. No, not necessarily. However, his form's not particularly consistent at the moment in my eyes. Um, he had a couple good game weeks, then had a b- awful game week, I think it was. Yeah, and now he seems to be picking it back up. So, on his weaker side as well, which is impressive. I just think, to be fair, I do mm. kind of agree that this was Conte's system suits a wing back, which is good because that's what Matt Doherty Doherty is. Um, but no longer playing the likes of Aurier. Eh? <laughs> yeah, but this week in particular, I feel like you could have played. Jake Bidwell at left wing back and he would have probably had a good game. I think Newcastle just didn't set up well at all and they just basically played right into Spurs' hands. And they were due a loss as well, to be honest. I think they're three on the bounce now for Newcastle, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think they were like oh, eight, eight unbeaten or something like that and then they've lost three in a row. They did play City in one of those games as yeah. well, didn't they? And, and Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, so not, not the end of the world. They'll Even Arsenal, wasn't it? Yeah, it could an awful game runner games um so center back selection yes got to have romero in there i thought he was absolutely insane yeah i've got romero and i I watched that game and that guy's decent i was about to say to you just on the topic of spurs i was thinking oh conte's doing a decent job with with what he's been given to work with in defense considering he hasn't really signed any any proper defenders apart from um, well, no, he hasn't signed any of the defenders, has he? No, he hasn't. But what I was, I was about to say that, and then I thought, no, Romero is a is a decent centre back. He's definitely the best defender at Tottenham, anyway. And um, the likes of Ben Davies and Davinson Sanchez Eric and Eric Dyer, I feel, are they're probably bailed out a bit by him. Yeah, and this wing back system that Conte loves, but also probably. Hoiberg as well I think he deserves a bit of a shout yeah. not in the team of the week for me but fair play to the guy yeah I agree I, to be fair I just think that systems work Dyer in a three is not bad five Dyer's not too bad there so Romero's class and, and Davis is I mean he's not special but um, no. if, if everyone's on that form he'll, he'll do the job um, so um, I forgot to mention as well for the left side left back sorry so maybe Aaron Cresswell? Yeah. It might be just because he got a goal, but... It was. Also, he just randomly kicked Richarlison in the ribs at the end of the game for no reason. I don't know if you saw... Is that that? Yellow. I don't know how he didn't get red. Just, just booted him. I don't know what, uh, what he was on doing. Don't know, idiot. Um, so, now we have the, the Evans family dispute problem. So, initially, I wanted Nathan Ake in here for not... For keeping a clean sheet and clearing one off the line... Um, but Joachim Anderson has just put in an absolutely world-class performance in against Arsenal and I feel harsh not having any Palace players in despite the game finishing and then beating Arsenal three goals to nil I didn't watch the Palace game so I'm not going to put him in because I can't comment I did go for Nathan Ake damn that's tough just it's a bad. bit like the Gomez thing in the way that he doesn't play a lot so to come in and do that's a pretty decent job. Yeah. 
I mean, let's put him in because it's only fair. I've, I've not really watched the Arsenal game either. So, sorry, Joachim. And I think you probably deserve to be in with two assists from centre-back. is pretty good. Um, but you can't go in, I'm afraid. But two sorry. assists? Yeah. Wow. Um, but he's not in. So, midfield trio next. Who are you going for in here? Well, first, I think you've got to put John McGinn in. John McGinn? Why is John McGinn in it? Is he brilliant? I'm confused here. Why on earth is John McGinn in this team? John McGinn had a great game. In a defeat to Wolves? What? Falling over, in the, game. falling over in the process of, of, of Wolves' first goal. He still had a good game. He's not anywhere near my list. Right, well, we, I also want Fred in. He's not on my list either. What is going on here? All right, well, let's be honest then. So JWP gets in. JWP then, for just being an absolute monster as always. Um, JWP and Jan Elt yeah. definitely get in. Yeah, absolutely. And then I wanted to put in John McGinn or Fred, but I'm more than happy to put in Thiago as well. What is going like? He's just listing off names of people that had, I might have. Oh, I've got Bentacor, De Bruyne, or Ericsson. Well, I did put Ericsson as well as, an, as a nominee, so we could go for him. Okay, let's but go. I, I do also feel like. De Bruyne's goal was pretty naughty. It's up to you, but I mean, if Ericsson's on both lists, it's the only one that is. So that's that kind of makes sense, I guess. Um, he wasn't my uh, favorite choice either, but I, I mean, I I'm still for John again. So let's go JWP, KDB, and well, Jano has to be in there. Jano, yeah. Why not? Kevin's in there now, yeah. Big Kev. All right, sorry. Was good. I, just, I just didn't really, just didn't really see. I don't know what Ben's seen, but he's obviously seen something that I haven't seen from John McGinn. Ericsson was obviously very good as well, though. Yeah, John McGinn. I'll read you his stats out from the game. Yeah. Okay. Not all about the stats. No, I know. He played ninety minutes. He got seventy-seven touches. He made four key passes, five crosses, seven long balls, one big chance created. And a shot off target. He got oh, yeah, two he shot off target, did he? That's good. Ground jewels won. He got 11. Aerial jewels, one out of one. And possession lost 15 times. He, he, he lost, fouled four he times. Lost possession he cleared 15 it times. What's he doing? Giving away the balls off. <laughs> Even though I thought Villa played very strange system. I don't really um, understand it, yeah. We had Leon Bailey playing up front. It was, a, it was an odd formation. It was a 4-3-1-2. I don't think Gerard uh, what he's doing yet. Well, I think he I think he's got an idea, but it doesn't really make sense to me that you you don't play Ollie what well I don't see why you play Leon Bailey as a striker. Like he's, I don't know much about Leon Bailey, but I assume he's not played much as a striker. It always seems to be on the wing for me. It seems a cam. It seems Jared is constantly relying on a half-time team talk to just boost the team in the second half, but that's mm. only, not going to work forever. So you need to figure out you how make it the pen. work in the first half. 
Um, what do you say? Did you make what did you make of the pen in that game? Um, I it's ridiculous it's, to be honest. I think he's a pen. <laughs> How? Just, just ran into him, didn't he? He's in the way. Got in the way. Well, no, no, he didn't. If anything, it was a foul on Saar. I don't know. I've only watched it a few times, but from the from the thing, it just, just he kicked the ball past Saar. Do another watch after this. It's Saar goes to get it, and Ollie Watkins kicks him basically, but he falls over at the same time and gets a pen. But does Saar get the ball? If if Villa had got a point out of it, it would have been ridiculous. But they didn't, so stop moaning, Wolves fans. Yeah, that that one's on my brother. Jesus, <laughs> Um, all right. I, I feel like Wolves fans are just going to hang them on Wolves fans. Yeah. Um, a message from a Wolves fan for you, actually, whilst we're on the topic. On the seat, on the, I don't, I'm not going to name said Wolves fan. Um, our season's fizzling out, question mark. Look at QPR. Oh, wow. Right, right. Like <laughs> I said, I won't name and shame I mean, my dad, but. <laughs> that's that's fair enough. I mean, that's a tough one to take. Hopefully, hopefully tomorrow that I can bring back something. But right now, I have no, I have no response to that. We are. If you can, man. We are the definition of fizzling right now. That's fair. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I did write something. I did write fizzling somewhere on this sheet. I can't remember who it was about. Ah, oh, Man United. They're fizzling. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know, that's just done me. I've just been stumped there. Just, just a, I'm just in a state of depression now after hearing that. I still think John McGinn should have got in. What's happened with his random love for John McGinn all of a sudden? Well, I got John McGinn recently. I love that. I do love John McGinn, but I still don't see if that's a reason to get him in the uh, Right, front three time. Um, Left wing, I think, is the easiest one for me. I don't know about you. Go on. Gone for Hyungmin Son. Yeah, I've gone for Hyungmin. Um, can't not. What a what a player. Spurs are on fire, and that man is a big part of it. I'm honestly looking to put Son in my team, uh, fantasy team, because he seems to be he seems to be the one on four at the moment. To be honest, yeah, but he's the one getting goals. I mean, all, all three of the front three are, are banging form and, and could have been nominees for this had it not been such a kind of great week for other players as well. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I think Son, Son's the one this week, especially that's getting the goals and the assists. It must be the corridor of uncertainty cup soon. Game week will be determined at the end of what game um, week? It's 30. the 33rd game week. So it's game week 30, 34. We'll start. Yeah. So what week are we on now? 31 next okay. week. So it's kind of close. I think. Um, I think. Um, I also thought Diego Jar deserved the shout, but yeah, he, he, you know, got a goal, won a penalty. Yeah. Against Watford. Definitely was a penalty as well. That one, that yeah. one was a penalty, you say? Yeah. Well, I said both. I mean, Roy was getting a bit angry. He, nobody saw it, so it's not a penalty. Well, that's not how it worked. Just because nobody saw it doesn't mean it's not a penalty. Just because uh, nobody sees a murder case doesn't mean it's not a murder. 
Exactly. It's like, although there is extreme that extreme example. The old, um, if a tree falls in the woods but nobody hears it, is it, does it really make a noise? Yes, it does if you've got the AR in the woods. Exactly. Um, so, striker, it's got to be Brian for me. Who? Brian. Brian and Buemo. Yeah, man. What? Go for it. I didn't really have time to think of a striker, so I just put Bruno Fernandes. Oh, fair, fair enough. I Primarily because I didn't think he was that great, but I wanted to talk about Bruno Fernandes. Okay. Um, I was, take it away. I was, I was in the car the other day, and I was listening to a bit of Robbie Savage. Oh, dear. And Sorry. he was, I can't remember who he was with, but he was talking to it that, you know, when you get fans in after a yeah, game, yeah. they ring up. And a Manchester United fan rang up. <laughs> and obviously, Robbie Savage is always going to defend either Wales or Man United. Yeah. Because he's a bit thick, bless him. Um, <laughs> and, and of course, I don't get it, but I was, I was there with my dad and we were just laughing at Robbie Savage and this guy who'd rang in because they were trying to, they were talking about, <laughs> they were talking about Bruno Fernandes and they were saying, well, Wow, this guy's just—he's just obviously signed his new deal, and the topic of—is he just sort of settling? Came up, and I wanted to hear what you thought about it. Is he—is he—is he just aiming under like achieving basically? Like he's a good player. Could he play better in a better team? Um, no, I think it's harsh. I think Man United are still a huge club. You've got yeah. a big summer coming up. Um. Maybe. Ronaldo's not going to be around forever either, so he will go yeah. back to being the star man eventually. Maybe there's a bit of him that's set kind of like, if I sign a massive contract now, then the new manager has to make me a star man in his plans because I'm going yeah. to be here, no matter what, whether he likes it or not. So maybe there's a bit of a, like a kind of a power play in there. Like, I want to be <clears> the, the man at this club, so I'm going to sign the longest contract here. Um, so maybe there's a bit of that, but I don't think it's like, if you're at Man United, you're not, you're not um, under, I can't remember the word you said, underestimating it's yourself. Underachieving. Yeah. Aiming it under. Uh, it was just quite funny, really, to hear them both try and talk about Bruno Fernandes like that. And it was just more like they both started getting personal with the other guy. I can't remember who it was. Um, they both started getting personal. And he was like, he said something like, oh, you, you must have been an underachiever. He's like, oh, yeah, when I won nine cup. Cups in Scotland. So, was it Chris Dunn? Might have been. I think so. Don't know why that's and, um, helpful. The, the funniest part after that was um, obviously somehow they got onto the World Cup after all of that. <laughs> and um, Robbie Savage, obviously being Welsh, who actually haven't qualified for the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, Wales are going to get in. They're going to beat England, blah, 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 blah. He's like, Gareth Bale's won more than the entire England squad. <laughs> and then it must have been Chris and he's like so when you count Raheem Sterling they, they'd worked out that Bale's won 17 trophies so Raheem Sterling's on 9 and Henderson's on 8 so that's 17 <laughs> and then he was like so then you forget about the likes of Mason out Phil Foden it's yeah. hilarious it's just naming these players it's like what is going on he's like so Gareth Bale hasn't won more than the England squad in fact two players have caught up with him already so shocker Cheers, Rob. Um, Robbie Savage, if you want to come on the podcast next week, um, would be delighted to have a chat with you. If you want to I'd come, I'd love on. to. <laughs> um, 
So again, let us know. Drop us a DM somewhere if you're listening. <laughs> or anybody listening who yeah, yeah. has over a thousand followers. And yeah. <laughs> All right, that's, that's lower expectations. Anyone over a hundred followers? Anyone over ten? Anyone over ten followers that is not years of age. Sounds good to me. Um okay. <laughs> right wing, last position on the list. I've gone for a man you just mentioned, Raheem Sterling. Yeah, I've also gone for him. Two assists, the man's on fire. I love him. I couldn't be happier. Just, I just think he's great. He is the mustard or the gravy. All of those good condiments that describe a good thing. Yeah, it's really looking good at the moment, isn't it? It is. Um, I thought Madison was good as well. I think he's really on fire at the minute and he's a good player to watch. I think um, Leicester were unlucky not to beat Man United. They were by far the better team. Do you, th- do you see that VAR decision? Is that a decision you want to talk about? The disallow mm. goal for Leicester? What do you think? I'll, I'll let you take this one. Um, I think it's a disallow goal because he kicks him. <laughs> um, a lot of people were saying it wasn't and it was soft because he hit slowing it down. But at the end of the day, he has dragged his foot, whether it looks bad or not. He probably has done it, and that's what VAR is there for. If you don't like it, then we shouldn't have got VAR in the first place. Fair enough. Can I argue that? Um, so, yeah, there we go. That's our team. Done. Raya, Doherty, Ake, Romero, Gomez, Yanel, De Bruyne, Ward Prowse, Son, Mbwemo, Sterling. Now it's time to answer Ben's questions, which I've completely forgotten and not thought about for the whole of the podcast. Oh, you're, you're, you're going to do well then, aren't you? Right. Five players have gone back to back game weeks. Uh, no, what? They've gone back to back game weeks and scored a hat trick in those weeks. Who are the players? There's five of them, but I want three. I'm going to go. So, do I get five guesses or do I get a three out of five? I'll give you five, yeah. So, Harry Kane. Yep. Are these current or just in history? In history. Um, Mohamed Salah no Sergio Aguero no what oh damn that's really that's stunning although I think the website that I I looked at was from three years ago so he probably has okay nice Uh, thank you (laughs) Um, he's pretty good gonna go for Didier Drogba Cristiano Ronaldo. No. Is that five? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you one more. Um, I'll give you a clue. The last three are English. Wayne Rooney. Yep. Yep. Uh, Alan Shearer. Nope. Damn. Uh, I don't know who that is. Ferdinand. Oh, what a man. QPR legend. And Ian Wright. Fair play. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't expecting that from Ian. I wasn't. Um, it was good, though. Not that I know. Never seen him. No. Uh, no but... Allegedly, yeah. he was good. Um, right, what's your next question? Uh, who are the four players? I want two of them who were... Actually, I want three of the four players who were banned, who were suspended for the Champions League final for Chelsea in 2012. Against Jonathan. Bayern, yeah. Jonathan. 
Jonathan Terry. Yeah. Right. See, I know Ryan Bertrand played, but was he actually was Ashley Cole suspended? I feel like Bertrand played left wing. Uh, but I'm gonna say Ashley Cole anyway. Nope. No. Um I have no idea. Uh who else could have even been there? Carvalho. No. Alex. No. Honestly, I don't even can't even remember who was there. Try right back. Branislav Ivanovic. Correct. Damn, I was trying to think who was going to be at right back. Uh, where else am I going? Centre mid. Must be. Centre mids. Michael Balak. No. I remember. Who is A young Brazilian chap. Oscar. No. Ramirez, no. Yep. That was Ramirez. Ramirez. And then the other guy, I'll give you the clue. Also play for Liverpool. Fernando Torres? No. Oh. Daniel Sturridge? No. Oh. <laughs> How many Chelsea Liverpool players are there? Uh, Quite a lot of both sides of things. Who else was there? What position is he? I believe he's a central midfielder. Portuguese. So Ramarelli. Yossi Benayoun. Ramarelli. Hey? Ramarelli. Yes. Right. I mean, you had way more than four guesses, but I'll yeah. give you that. Uh, that was terrible quizzing for myself. Generally, um, never fail to embarrass myself for these quizzes. So. I feel like I give you quite hard questions, though. So, It's always like that past stuff. And if it's like beyond like three years ago, I'm pretty much out of my depth. Um, but there we go. Podcast over. Been a joy to be back on the team of the week. I will go and update the spreadsheet. Um, I apologize personally to Yoki Madison for not putting you in the team of the week. Um, I don't, then doesn't but actually, yeah, I do because I had to put Nathan Ake in because of that. So, yeah, but everyone will be pleased to know that Ben can now go and eat family, eat family, eat dinner with his family. He's been unbanned. He had dinner, so he had dinner. What do you have? Let me guess. I got chicken. Nope, damn. Well, that was my new guess. I had spaghetti bolognese. Ah, was it good? It's beautiful. Do you have garlic bread? I did. Cheesy garlic bread. What kind of garlic bread? Was it like a like a pizza or was it like a log? Yeah. Was pizza. Oh, prime. Let us know what's you the had best. dinner. Yeah, I had. Let me guess. Let me guess. You'll never get it. <laughs> yeah. Paula, I imagine, makes some pretty funky stuff. It wasn't made, it was frozen. It was, uh, we're just straight from the freezer to the oven. It was like a asparagus pastry thing. Yeah, that was, I was not going to guess that. You weren't. So, let us know in the comments what's the best type of garlic bread? Is it a pizza? Is it like the slices or is it like a log? I like the slices. Do you? I'm a, I'm a pizza. Mm. Probably followed by a log. Um, a log one, it's a, a log, isn't it? <laughs> a log, uh, garlic bread log. Um, a baguette, maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna go with log. Um, let us know in the comments, and I hope you enjoy this. It feels like it was a weird one, but I've enjoyed it nonetheless. See you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.